Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode number eight. And today we're going to talk about attracting high quality client. So we're not going to talk about paying clients or high ticket clients or anything like that, which you might be seeing in marketing messages, but high quality clients, meaning clients you love and adore working with that make that for whom you really started the business and wanted to serve, for whom, with whom running a business is just fun and breeze, and that's what you want to do till the rest of your life, right? Because we've all been there where we maybe attracted clients that weren't high quality clients. They weren't my, our ideal clients that we loved working with and so on. And that happens to all businesses, whether you are my beloved woman, solopreneur, service-based, web designer, VA, another coach, or whether you're a big corporation. You know, in my corporate career, I've observed my employers taking on the clients that might have been high ticket and maybe good potential income, but they weren't high quality clients. So happens to all businesses. I'm sure it happened to you. It happened to me. But today I want to talk about it too, about high quality clients to help you really, you know, lower the number of clients that you don't want and really start working with the clients and making decisions whether to accept a client or not based on their you know quality or how ideal client it is for you and not whether they're just you know based on because they want to pay you and they want to hire you um so and especially you know as solopreneurs we get to decide, right? It's not like in a nine to five when somebody else has decide who becomes the client of the company and sometimes you just need to deliver the service to them, whether you like working with them or not. As a solopreneur, you can totally make the decision of not accepting the client, even if they're willing to pay, even if they want to work with you. And that's the power you have, and that's how you create the business and life you love, right? So <clears throat> I'm going to talk about it in a second, but first let's start 
um, talking about what is a high quality client versus non-quality client, right? So we'll start at the non-quality client. So in our world, solopreneur service-based, this is what I've observed even from my own experience, but also from the experience of the clients I coach and help. And so, for example, clients that ghost you, they say, yes, you have a great conversation. You spend all the time onboarding them and maybe sending them things or maybe, you know, preparing for them, depending on, on what you do. And then they never show up or they show up in the beginning, but they quit down the line. Right. So they don't go with you all the journey. All the clients that are kind of, I call them penny pinchers, right? So it doesn't matter what amount you want to charge them. It's never, it's always too much. Or they will try to get free services out of you once they sign with you. So let's say maybe you're a social media manager, or maybe you're a designer and you delivered what you agreed on, but they're asking you for more or more to what the contract says, right? Without really having even an intention to compensate you for that additional service. Or the clients that are undecided, that there's a lots of back and forth and they cannot, you know, they're not giving you decisions on time so you can progress with your work, your commitment towards them, or they're changing their mind all the time, right? So it's taking you much more um, effort and more time to please them, even if, let's say, you have clauses in your agreement that maybe, you know, in design space, you might have, okay, only three revisions or win the price, and then any other revision is separately billable. Client that complain and are negative, and, you know, for the coaches out there, my fellow coaches out there, um, You know, especially when we get clients that are not, as we call it, coachable. So clients who are really, truly not ready for coaching and they'd rather blame the external circumstances for whatever we're coaching them on rather than accept the power within them of creating their own results and listening to your advice or even trying your advice to get the results, right? Those type of clients and there's many other different maybe um qualities or not qualities of clients like that. But those are the clients that are hard to work with. They drain your energy. They never refer you or write testimonials, right? And ultimately, no matter maybe how high ticket they are and how much you charge them, are they really worth to working with? As opposed to, to high quality clients who always show up are willing to do their part of the responsibility, right? And take 100% responsibility for their part. They make decisions quickly. They don't change their mind often, right? Yes, they might have questions, but they're like a true partner. They pay on time or earlier. They, they don't bat an eye on your pricing. They see the value of what you offer, right? They, they're reasonable. They're a pleasure to work with. You just really 
see that or create, you can really create a partnership, true partnership, deep relationship with them. And those are the clients that always just refer others without being asked. They're happy to give you testimonial. They're really that relationship can be built for a long term, right? Those are our dream clients that we want to work with. So the question is, where are they and how can you attract them? I want to tell you that maybe if you're struggling attracting them now, I can tell you 100% they're there. There are billions of people in this world and there's millions and millions that you can serve with your zone of genius and with your services. And those amazing clients are out there. I have a number of them and I really, truly love all the clients that I work with right now. I've had some clients that were maybe more difficult than so on, but I always choose to love my clients. But um, the clients I have right now are just amazing. They inspire me every day. I learn from them as much as they learn from me. And we have a great, great partnership type of relationship. Um, So... What are, who are those clients, right? So if you look, if you go back to what I just said and the qualities of those ideal dream clients, those are really leadership skills. For example, making decision and sticking with it and not going back and changing mind and so on. It's really a leadership quality, right? So those are people that are leaders and they might not be leaders of teams. Maybe they're solopreneurs like you, maybe they're individuals, but they're leaders who can lead themselves. Maybe they're leading a family. And to attract leaders like this, you need to become a leader yourself, right? Because like in every relationship, whether it's a professional business relationship, whether it's a personal relationship, We have to be committed 100% to our portion of that relationship. Take 100% responsibility of that relationship, no matter what the other person does. So I want to challenge you today to do a little bit of soul searching. And if you right now are not attracting high quality clients or you are getting a mix, is looking at yourself and your skills, your leadership skills, and think about where am I missing certain things? Where do I need to grow so then I can attract people that I want to work with? And I'm going to give you some ideas because I truly believe that we all can always grow in some areas. We, as human beings, we are a work in progress all the time. We can always improve. Our journey never ends. Journey of leadership never ends. And I think that's a real beauty of being human being and of being a leader. So number one, look at what type of client are you to others? And whether it's a client that buys services or products What type of client are you? So do you ghost? Do you commit to meetings or, you know, say yes to a conversation that you really didn't want to say yes to and then you don't want to show up so you ghost or don't show up or cancel last minute? 
how are you about paying a fair price for the service? Or are you kind of a deal seeker that always looks for the cheapest no matter what? Or are you a client who is willing to pay good money for good service without batting an eye, right? Do you change your mind often? So if you're working with a contractor or somebody else and you have things done to your house or even in your business, how are you behaving? Are you missing the deadlines that you agreed on previously with your contractor? Are you, you know, asking for more without planning to pay? So more for what's in the contract, um, right? We must start with ourselves. We must become our dream client first to then attract those clients to our business. So the second one, so let's just say that's not your problem. You're a great client. You are, you know, leading by example, but still somehow you're attracting maybe clients that you enjoy working with, but they're not your dream, dream ideal clients. Then look at your energy when you are marketing your offers and have sales conversation. By energy, I mean, what are your thoughts about it? What are you feeling when you're going out there and marketing yourself? Are you graspy and desperate kind of thing, making your offers thinking, oh my God, I need to sign this client. And it might be coming from willingness to help, but you're so attached to the outcome that you're almost deterring people you're talking to. It's again, I think I mentioned that there are in the earlier episodes, that comparison of going on a first date with someone who you don't really know well, right? If they were so graspy because they liked you so much and they wanted to continue growing the relationship with you, but they were so graspy that it would become weird and awkward. If you're like that in your business relationship, of course, you would detract people who are more confident in themselves, who would definitely like you want to grow, but too much graspiness in the beginning will deter them. So confidence is definitely the skill that you need to grow when you if you are have this graspy energy. When you're confident in who you are and the value you deliver, you can learn how to detach yourself from the outcome or from the need of signing this very client that you're talking to. You might like them and in confidence, you know you can help them, but at the same time, you respect the fact that the decision is theirs as much as it's yours, right? So decision is yours in a sense that, yes, I can help you and you sound like an amazing client to work to. I would love to work with you, but at the same time, I'm respecting the fact that you have to make that decision for yourself as well. And if you're not, I'm and if you don't want to, if you're a no, I'm okay with it. So then when you take that type of attitude or that type of confidence in you, that graspiness goes away. And people are actually attracted to that, right? So when we lean forward trying to be graspy, then 
our client on the other side lean backwards because they were too much in their face in a way. But when we do the opposite, when we lean backwards and we're confident and relaxed, people tend to lean forward. Okay, so believe in the fact that you can help your clients, that they're coming to you. And even if the person that you're talking to right now, and whether it's the person on a sales call or whether it's a person just in the marketing, it's not going to, to sign with you. There are other clients that are coming because you deliver so much value through your service, right? So look at that, explore your energy in marketing, in sales, and see where you might need a little bit of work, self-work even, self-improvement. Then the third one, and I touched on it just a moment ago, is looking at your belief and how much belief do you have in the fact that you're capable to help anyone in your niche. So anyone who needs services that you offer, that is your ideal client, you can help them. Even if they seem maybe more how do I say that, more successful than you in their business, or even if they seem more confident than you in your business, more accomplished. Sometimes, you know, even I had that in the beginning thinking like, oh my God, you know, this person have been running my business, heard their business longer than me. How can I help them, right? They probably know more than me. But what I was missing is that I have a different experience I have a different outlook on business. I still have my knowledge and expertise, no matter what I can help them. And it's the same with you. If you, let's say, are a branding expert or social media manager or expert or web designer, even if you're maybe talking to a successful businessman or successful doctor or whatever, and they need their website refreshed or maybe do a rebrand or whatever the case might be. And you're thinking, oh, how can I help them? You still can give them insights into their brand. They, they don't see because we all have our blind spots, right? And you bring the fresh new outlook on it and you bring your talent that they don't have because they're not web designers and they're not branding experts, right? They're a doctor and they're an entrepreneur or maybe a lawyer or whomever you're helping. So believe in yourself. And if you're not, if you truly dig down deep and you don't have that belief yet, work on it. So because from that belief, when you take action, confidence comes. And then the more confidence you have, the better clients you attract. All right. And then the last part, I do want to talk a little bit about marketing. I know I said that it won't be a lot, but I do want to talk a little bit about marketing and not in the sense that I will give you some tricks and gimmicks. Oh, if you say this, you, there is this like as if there was a magic way to attract high quality clients or magic things to say. No, there isn't. Um, again, it's our brain likes to think that and likes to go to those shortcuts, but truly there isn't. Whatever works for you in marketing, 
is the right marketing strategy to choose or whatever you feel that's natural for you and so on. But what I want you to look at is how much value are you offering to your audience for free? How much are you serving? Because for me, the more you serve and the more value you offer, even so much value, I wanted to like put it out there, so much value that others in your industry maybe would have charged for it. And if you're giving it to for free, for me, it establishes your expertise. It shows that you know so much and you can help your clients so great because you're giving so much for free, then that means to your ideal client is that what you pay for, what they would pay for, it's even better, right? It shows that you're so confident in what you offer that you're not scared to provide a lot of high quality value for free. Like I look at my coach and the quality of work that she puts out there, whether it's free trainings and webinars or whatever, for free is top notch. And then when you when I signed with her for the first time and I did her program, it amazed me how valuable it was and how much value I got in even in relation to the price that I paid. And I even I get asked very often by by my audience, by members of my audience, whether it's a Facebook community or whenever I do a free training or webinar, they're like, well, aren't you scared of giving so much value for free? And aren't you scared that people will not want to sign with you because you're giving so much for free? And I say, no, I'm not. Because people who want to just learn from the free stuff, they will never buy, no matter what I put out there. And they are not truly my ideal clients. Those are not the people that I want to attract because people who just want to learn from free stuff, they don't like to go deep. They just like to learn the surface things and they think that you know they can achieve the success in whatever they're learning, like the people who teach, because they've learned the, from the free value. But that's not the case. To, to get the results that you really, really want in whatever area, you have to go deep. You have to do the work. And that's what my clients get when they sign with me. They get the depth, depth, depth of coaching, of skills and knowledge, individualized feedback that they get results super fast. I have clients who, you know, get get fully booked within a month working with me. Or within a few months, they can quit their nine to five because they're confident. They've built so much momentum and they're so in demand. They're confident. They have no problem, you know, letting go of that so-called security. And I want to applaud here my clients, Maddie and my clients, Gina, who are totally rocking it. And my client, Alana, too, who didn't think it was even possible for her to make 5K months. And she did, even with less work than she thought it would be. She thought it was, she would have to work so hard to get there. And it wasn't so hard 
after all, right, Alana? So don't be scared to offer a lot of value for free because the clients who are your ideal clients who understand the need of hiring an expert like you will be drawn to you because of that. And actually, it will that that high quality content, free content will, will act as a filter for people who just want things for free and who don't want to work and go deep and, and, you know, pay for your expertise, even if it's, you know, like whatever, whatever you offer. Okay. So my lovely listeners, let me just repeat the four points that I want you to look inside of you of how, what can I improve in me so I can attract the high quality clients I want. First, look at what type of clients are you to others. Is there any improvement there? Check. Second, check your energy during consults, so sales conversations or even marketing. Are you graspy or are you just calmly confident in what you offer? Third, look at your belief in your capability, in the value that you offer, in who you are as an expert in your industry. And then four, are you delivering high, high quality value for free? So valuable that it would be worth actually paying money for. All right. And I do want to say and remind you that there is an upcoming webinar that I am organizing and I'm inviting you to join me in about signing high quality clients. Six steps to signing high quality clients when I will go much, much deeper for free into the subject and give you more tangible um, tips or not even tips, but a process to help you sign more of high quality clients. So Because I'm recording it ahead of time, I don't know yet exactly when in September that um, webinar will be. So if you join Women Entrepreneurs with Passion for Life, it's my free Facebook community, Women Entrepreneurs with Passion for Life. By the time you join, all the details will be there and you'll be able to benefit from the webinar. All right. Have a fantastic week. All my lovely listeners, I love you. And see you back in a week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening. And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.